a sec here. Alright, there we go. I think we're good. Hello, Patriots. Freedom Fighters throughout Saskatchewan, across the country, and around the world. Hello, Karen from Ontario. Leslie has no sound. Why not, Leslie? Better bounce out and come back in. Hey, Larry. Good to see you. Yeah, share this out, guys. Uh, of course, I'm still shadow banned, so... Uh, get this out. I just, it's going to be a quick one. Uh, <laughs> I went out with my cell phone out to the hot tub and somebody sent me the link from the meeting that happened in Swift Current tonight uh, regarding sustainable municipalities and that shit show. Um Oh, you lost Shadow, did you? Oh, that's too bad. Hey, Kelly. Good to see you. Hey, Scott. Hello, Linda from Welland. Uh, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> and it was exactly as I had suspected. Um, it was absolutely a shit show. Hello, TikTok. Good to see you, folks. Share this out over there as well. Um... I'm just going to show you a little bit about, you know, who the people are that are actually promoting this, these meetings, these propaganda meetings, because that's exactly what it is. Um, I just, I'm going to show you a little, just a little bit of this clip um, from these ridiculous people that believe what they're actually doing. Uh, it's amazing to me, to be honest with you. Um, all right, there we go. Let's do this. All right. So, this will be the introduction part of tonight's show. I'm not going to play the whole thing because it's, it's ridiculous. <coughs> but uh, here, I'll just give you a, a, a quick little indication of what we're dealing with here. Um, let's do this. All right. <laughs> Good evening, everyone, and welcome to this first event of the Governing Sustainable Municipalities Project Public Lecture Series. My name is Keith Comstock, and I'm, a, I'm an executive in residence at the Johnson Choyama Graduate School of Public Policy at the University of Regina. I'm uh, pleased to be here this evening to be the moderator for this session, and I just have a few opening remarks before I turn it over to our, to our guest star for the evening. Oh, the guest we'll star. She's something else, let me tell you. So that we can use it in the future. <laughs> uh, here, TikTok, I'll show you and, this uh, guy here. I have a couple of there, email addresses. If you have a pen handy, I will give them to you in a moment or two. It's the it's the email addresses that we want you to use if you have there. any technical difficulties. That's the guy that. If you have a question for us this evening. That's talking. We're talking about sustainability this evening, and that's a topic that is gradually becoming more Wait. familiar to the municipal sector. And the Hang on a Sustainable Municipalities Project is all about furthering and enabling. Somebody in the chat said they can't hear what he's saying. Is that the case for the rest of you? Okay, hang on.
enabling that conversation. We all, of course, want our communities and our municipalities to be successful and sustainable over the long term. But that is easier said than done in many occasions in the real world. Communities are, of course, at different stages in this work. But overall, we really need to get a better handle on where we're at as a province and as a sector. And more importantly, we need to have a serious discussion about what's next for us on the horizon. The Governing Sustainable Municipalities Project is funded by the Government of Canada's Future Skills Centre. And the project is really all about supporting Saskatchewan municipalities in defining and advancing their sustainability objectives. The GSM project pays specific attention to identifying barriers to change and opportunities for municipalities to move forward, whether that's in the area of infrastructure, governance, legislation and regulation or policy or whatever else that the sector tells us is important. We really hope that this project will help us to foster some communities of practice and initiate some excellent and in-depth conversations about the issue of sustainability in Saskatchewan. Quite frankly, one of the other side objectives of this, given my background. Just remember folks, sustainability means turning you into a slave. That's what it means. That's sustainability translated means you're a slave. That's it. That's all you need to know. In the municipal sector is to be able to shine a bit of a spotlight on many of the good sustainability practices and projects that are already taking place across our province. And we also absolutely need to uh, give some serious consideration to skills training, some labour market dimensions around sustainability. We want to give some attention to issues of equity, diversity and inclusion, and planning to engage underserved groups in our communities. Equity, the Johnson Shima Graduate School of Public and Inclusion. All of the trigger words, he, he got them all there in, in one fell swoop. Good work. Policy is a joint provincial school located at both the University of Saskatchewan and the University of Regina. JSGS is one of Canada's leading policy schools for educating graduate students and public servants interested and devoted to advancing public value. Before we get on to the main event, I want to acknowledge that while today's event is taking place online, JSGS's physical homes are located so yes the question was asked is our premier supporting this yes of course he is fully on board listen this is a federal um uh, thing um however it's happening in saskatchewan it's happening right here it's happening in swift current in yorkton in weyburn north battleford and a few other places saskatoon regina uh, there's no way it would be happening here if the province wasn't on board. The province is 100% on board. It's on. It's promoted on the Saskatchewan website. <laughs> so it, it just is what it is. Yes, your Saskatchewan SAS party government is fully behind this. All right, we'll just let him carry on for a little bit longer. I, I just want to wait till he introduce uh, Margot... Um, Hulbert, I think its name is. Anyway. Located on Treaty 4 and Treaty 6 territories, the original lands of the Cree, Ojibwe, Soto, Dakota, Lakota, Nakota, and the traditional homeland of the Métis. We are glad to welcome you, those of you joining us today from across Turtle Island, and we make this acknowledgement as an act of reconciliation and gratitude to those whose territory we reside on or are visiting. 
Now, earlier on, I spoke to a couple of emails. Okay, hold it. Hold it. Um, I was born here. I don't just reside on somebody else's property. I live here. I was born here. I'm also Indigenous. Um, I'm willing to share, and I think we should all probably share um, in, in this land. Um, but it's, it doesn't belong to anyone other than the people, regardless of who you are, regardless of when you got here, everybody that's here now shares this land. It's all of our land. So I'm not on board with all that stuff. All addresses that you may want to just take note of. If you have any technical issues during tonight's presentation, drop us a note at jsgs.events at uregina.ca. You can see it on the bottom of your screen there. And if you have any questions or comments, we, we really do want to hear from you this evening. So please submit your comments and questions to gsm at usask.ca. And we'll be happy to try and address as many of your questions and comments as we can at the end of the presentation. That concludes my opening remarks. On now to the main event. Dr. Margot Herbert is a faculty member of the JSGS Graduate School of Public Policy. She explores this evening the gap between what is needed to address climate change and the current policy and behavior that we see experiencing not only across our province, but generally across Canada. She is a professor and the Canada Research Chair, Climate Change, Energy and Sustainability Policy at the University of Regina. Please join me in giving a virtual welcome to Dr. Margot Herbert. Here she comes in all her glory. Thank you. Um, and welcome to my lecture on resilience, innovation, and the changing risk landscape here in Saskatchewan. I'm going to speak to you today in my capacity as a Canada Research Chair, but also in my capacity having worked with the Intergovernmental Panel for Climate Change, the IPCC, and some of the <laughs> recent reports that have did. come out in the sixth assessment report or AR6. So if you could bring up my slides, please, that would be great. Please, so my presentation is on innovation in I a changing wait. risk landscape. So I'm going to talk a lot around climate change risk and future of climate change and what it means for our province and for our municipalities. I really do want to focus on how risk can be an opportunity. So I acknowledge here that I'm on Treaty 4 and Treaty 6 territory. I live and work in Regina, Saskatchewan, uh, Treaty 4, and I was born in Canistino, Saskatchewan, Treaty 6, just Yay! at the outskirts of the James Smith Cree Nation. And I think in all of our work and our presentations, we need to think about how reconciliation can fit into our daily and weekly, our research agendas into the future and not lose sight of that and what it means in the discussion around actually, resilience. Myself, I have zero to reconcile with. I didn't do any of this to the First Nations people. Guess who did? The government did. The government has had the First Nations people wrapped up in socialism and communism for 150 years. I didn't do that. My ancestors didn't do that. The government did. The government did that. I don't have to reconcile anything. I didn't do any of that. 
I didn't force kids to go into residential schools. I didn't force First Nations onto reserves with the Indian Act that's been around for 150. I didn't do that. None of us did. We have nothing to reconcile. The government did that. The government did it. Not us. Not the people. The government only serves to divide the people. That's all they do. Sorry, I just had to rant there for a sec. So today I'm going to talk a lot about climate change impacts and what the IPCC most recently released synthesis report just okay. uh, this past. You know I, I can't, I can't take it anymore. I just can't, I just can't do it. So, um, whoops. Oh no. I lost my, my, <laughs> My phone went dead, uh, and I lost TikTok. <laughs> Let's see if we can get TikTok back here a little bit, and then I'm going to get into a little bit more of this. <clears throat> All right, come on. Let's go. All right. All right, I think we're I think we're resumed. All right, so um, hang on a sec. Okay, I think that's gonna be good. All right, so um, yeah, these these wingnuts that hosted this discussion apparently tomorrow night is a Zoom call. I'm gonna try to get onto that one um, uh, to this round table. Hopefully, uh, I'll be able to get in on it and share some of my thoughts in regards to sustainable municipalities. See, so I listened to about the last 20 minutes of this talk, and it was just these two dingbats um, tagging off on each other, uh, bouncing from one to the other to the other. Um, basically, just, you know, a propaganda. So she liked to talk, all the, obviously all of this is based on, on climate change, right? And, and the IPCC and the models that have shown these people that um, CO2 is the enemy. CO2, humanity really is the enemy because we're the ones that are using so much carbon and we're um we're putting so much carbon into the atmosphere uh, so all of these models that she cites of course these two individuals that presented tonight uh, have been educated out of their capacity to think critically um, they've been they're like they're like trained seals really is what they are um, and they're pushing the propaganda that the government has told them to push and they're using they're using data that was gleaned from 
modeling where the models, the inputs were put into the models, right? To generate a particular outcome. And this is how they do this. This is, they, they create the models, they input the numbers they need to generate the outcomes to put enough fear into the masses, right? This is how their propaganda works. And so the 20 minutes that I heard was basically her standing up and him backing her up, suggesting that all of these models is what they base their their science on and uh, that we all need to be very, very afraid and we all need to take action um, to stop this. The insanity of this all is just, it's, it's mind-boggling, to be honest with you. Um, CO2 is not a pollutant. Let's, let's just get that out of the way immediately. CO2 is a fundamental building block of all life on Earth. Now there, the IPCC um, is blaming CO2 for creating climate change. <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face because it's so stupid. Um, we actually need more CO2 in the atmosphere because more CO2 creates or encourages more vegetation, more plant growth. Plants love CO2. If you think back to grade six <coughs> science or grade seven science, grade eight, whatever it was, um, that's when we learned photosynthesis, right? That's where plants use the CO2 in the atmosphere and then they, they use it because they, they love carbon and then they, then they um, expel oxygen so the rest of us can breathe. We live in this symbiotic world. And so more CO2 is good because that encourages more plant growth. Uh, I've mentioned this before a few times on my show a uh, study that came out of the Lancet a couple of years ago. It's still on the NASA website um, <clears throat> where they're trying to figure out why the planet has been greening so much for the last couple of years, couple of decades. And the reason why is as they came back and determined is because there's more CO2 in the atmosphere and that encourages more plant growth. And, and the bonus to that is a couple of things. First is more vegetation, bigger trees, bigger leaves, ultimately more vegetation, more food for animals. If there's more food for animals, the animals are bigger, the animals produce more, and that means more food for a growing planet, for more humans, right? That's symbiotic relationship again with Mother Nature. But it does another thing. If you're covering the earth with more vegetation, more canopy, you're going to cool the earth more rather than what they're suggesting is we use solar panels and we create these solar panel farms where you're stripping the land of any vegetation and you're attracting more heat on the surface of the earth with these black panels that everybody's putting on their houses. It's, it's pure insanity. <laughs> it's, it's pure insane. But this is what... The, but. Remember, folks, that the ultimate goal to sustainable development agenda 2030 is the reduction of you. You're the carbon they want to eliminate off the planet. 
you're the enemy to the planet. They want to reduce it from 7.5 billion people down to 1 billion people. That's what they want to do. So keep that in mind when they're pushing net zero. <laughs> and so all of these, these planned objectives they have for the municipalities in Saskatchewan that they're trying to, you know, hypnotize the people of the province through this, through this um, thing. And, and I got to tell you, the comments on YouTube uh, during this little thing that they were putting on were, were phenomenal. They were fantastic. There wasn't one person that I saw in that chat that was on board with what they were saying. Not one. Um, <laughs> so very good, folks. I, I love it. I love to see that means we're switched on. We get it. Of course we get it. We're in Saskatchewan. We're farmers. We're ranchers. We understand that we need more CO2 uh, for a healthy planet. Um, so keep that in mind when they're, when they're talking about this, um, reducing CO2 and meeting the Paris Accord targets. Uh, it, it's pure nonsense. If we get to 150 parts per million in the atmosphere, never mind net zero. If we get to 150 parts per million in the atmosphere, all life on Earth begins to die. That's what happens. That's what's going to happen. And they're, they're, they're gunning for net zero. Listen, we live in a country, okay, that contributes 1.6% of the CO2 in the atmosphere. We are doing a terrible job. We need more CO2. We need to put more CO2 in the atmosphere. We're doing a, a horrible job of, of, of feeding Mother Nature. Um, so 1.6. So this is why we're all paying these exorbitant amount of carbon taxes because we contribute 1.6, right? Which, of course, doesn't make any sense. But if you calculate all of the trees that we have in this country that use CO2, that pull CO2 from the atmosphere to feed themselves and give us oxygen, um, all of a sudden we become carbon negative. So why are, we, why are we part of the Paris Accord targets? The targets to reduce CO2 in the atmosphere. Why are we taking part in this? Why are we doing any of this? It, it's insane. We need to put more CO2 in the atmosphere. So all of these people, like these two, this, this Hulbert, uh, whatever her name is, Margot Hulbert, and the other guy's name, I can't remember his name, um, it's all propaganda. It's 100% propaganda. Um, you know, and they're, of course, they're well-spoken. She's giddy, uh, laughing all the time. She's happy. Uh, everybody, you know think she's great I don't I think she's a complete moron but that's just me um, but but you can you can see what they're doing when they're talking right they're they're planting their own seeds into the gullible into the um, naive into those who are yet to understand that this it's all a big hoax all of this is has nothing to do with saving the planet nothing has zero to do with saving the planet. What all of this is, is about controlling humanity, reducing its population, 
and controlling all of the resources that exist on the planet today. That's what all of this is about. So we all need to, in Saskatchewan, we all need to write letters to our MLAs, to Scott Moe's office, and ask him what the hell he's doing. Why is this happening in our province? Stop the insanity. Stop this. Why are we allowing a federal group of people to send in this propaganda? Why are we doing this? Why are we allowing this to happen? Are we not, you know, did we not have a Saskatchewan First Act? And what this is going to do is work 100% against that. Um, all of this is just, it's pure propaganda. It's pure horseshit. And, and we need to put a stop to it. And the only way that we're going to do it is if the people rally around and say no. <coughs> so anyways, um, I wanted to give you guys just a quick update on, on my thoughts on what I saw today uh, from these two dingbats um, from the federal government. Well, I guess she's from Saskatchewan. I don't know where he's from. Maybe from Saskatchewan as well. But from the university, of course because they've both been educated outside their capacity to think critically. Um, they're just they're just trained SEALs, and they're repeating the government narrative uh, propaganda to hopefully um, hypnotize a lot of the people here in Saskatchewan. It's, it's not going to work. Uh, maybe in the cities. You might get some people in the cities that'll be uh, cheering like trained show SEALs too, um, but... Uh, in, in rural Saskatchewan. Judging by tonight's uh, episode on YouTube, the comments were phenomenal. I didn't see any that were in favor of what she was mumbling about. Um, so, good work, Saskatchewan. I like to see that. Uh, keep it up. So, tomorrow, apparently, they're gonna, there's going to be a Zoom call. Uh, I'm going to try to get into that Zoom call um, and impart some of my own wisdom in this in this uh, discussion, because somebody has to. Uh, obviously, uh, none of our elected officials think it's important enough to take part. None of our other political parties, other than the Buffalo Party that I'm representing, uh, has enough um, courage to stand up to these people, these communists. Um, and so, you know, of course, I have to do it. So, so be it. I'll do it. Nobody else, nobody else that's elected seems to care or want to take part in any of this. Um, so, you know, what is it? whatever. It is what it is. Um, so stay tuned uh, for tomorrow. Um, uh, as I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hope to join the, the, uh, the Zoom call. Uh, that'll be fun. That'll, be, that'll make for good TV, I imagine. Um, so uh, hopefully we can do that. So anyways, that's all I want to do. I just want to come up and give you guys a, a, a sort of my debriefing on what on what I witnessed today. Uh, you can go and, and watch that uh, garbage over on YouTube if 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 you're inclined. I'm not sure, you know, if if, if that's something anybody would want to spend their time on. <laughs> but it is it is kind of good for a laugh. So I'll put it in the chat. Um, and so there you go. It's in the Buffalo Party. It's on YouTube. 
Saskatoon Grasswood. Uh, for some reason, I can't chat on my Mark Friesen profile. For some reason, I don't know why. Uh, anyways, so there it is. It's on YouTube. Just look for GSM Livestream Resilience Innovation in a Changing Municipal Landscape featuring Margot Hulbert. So just if you type in GSM Livestream on YouTube, you'll probably be find it there. Um, anyways, that's all for tonight, folks. Uh, it's just really ridiculous. And we'll stay on top of it. Uh, there's going to be a number of them. Tonight was in Swift Current. Uh, tomorrow, I guess, is a Zoom call. I'm not sure where that's going to come from. Um, and then they'll be in Yorkton. They're going to be in North Battleford, uh, Weyburn, um, Saskatoon, and Regina. So that'll be that'll be fun. Uh, so I'm going to stay on top of this. I'm going to continue to update you as we move along. Uh, obviously, this is Saskatchewan-centered. This is for people in, but outside too. Uh, people from other provinces, obviously, they're going to be heading your way at some point. Uh, I really think, though, based on our demographics in this province and in Alberta, that Saskatchewan and Alberta seem to be the targets in all of this, right? Um, because... Both of these provinces are the most conservative provinces in the country. And so that's why they're targeting us so much with these land use bylaws and 50-minute cities <clears throat> and this sort of horseshit. So it is what it is. Uh, we're the target and we have to stand to this and we have to uh, uh, act accordingly. So anyways, that's it. That's going to be a wrap. Thanks, guys. Uh, stay tuned. I'll probably join you tomorrow uh, if I can get in on that Zoom call. Uh, that'll be fun for everybody. All right. Anyway, love each and every one of you. Take care and uh, have a good night. Ciao for now. Globalism bad. Nationalism good. All right. Ciao. Show stays on because of you.